Hello and welcome to the Star Trading Podcast with me, Lewis. And me, Sophie. And on today's episode, we are going to be looking at what not to do when it comes to getting started with trading. How's your week been? Yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> I've had a busy week. I actually have been in London a lot this week. Okay. I saw two things. Yeah. I saw Edward Scissorhands okay. in the medium of dance. Matthew Bourne. At the theatre? Yeah. Not just walking around the streets? No. Okay. It was a yeah. dance production. Amazing. Do you know Matthew Bourne? No. He's this amazing choreographer and he's done an all-male Swan Lake. He's done Edward Scissorhands. He's just amazing. Just go and see everything he does. Cool. And I also saw Everybody's Talking About Jamie, which was so good. Like laughing, crying, all the all feelings. All of it. All yeah. the emotions. Yeah. yeah. Much like trading. All the emotions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how's your week been? My week has been brilliant. I've been recovering a little bit because we um, came back from our South Africa trip, yeah. our trade and travel trip, which was absolutely insane, absolutely wonderful. Saw the sights, drank a bit too much wine. Mm -hmm. um, uh, not that everybody at Star Trading drinks, but I do. So I had a yeah, fantastic time. It was brilliant. Yeah. I'm very gutted that I couldn't make that one. Yeah. But we have another one planned, right? We do indeed. Yes. So um, our next trade and travel trip is going to be morocco at the start of october so yeah um and i've already sneaked you the pictures of the accommodation yeah. it is looking it looks amazing. rather lovely so yeah. big airbnb big airbnb pool, yeah food food um camels um even throwing in a massage not from me i oh. think that would be inappropriate <laughs> um but yeah there is going to be like a, a spa on site where people can have massages and stuff too That's yeah. amazing yeah. and trading, bit of trading trading together during the week mm -hmm. and then on the friday night we've got a big old party um which we're calling the market close party because obviously markets close on a friday mm -hmm. um and yeah we're gonna have a great time i've got some i don't want to tell you everything because we've got some surprises planned uh, particularly for that party uh, which is gonna be really really good fun cool yeah. and october we're saying that's early october yes okay cool yeah and how many spaces are there only 28 okay yeah yeah so um yeah, it's uh, very much a limited Let's go, limited let's trip. book in yeah. everybody. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about what not to do when trading or starting your trading journey. So I want to hear all the horror stories and yeah. uh, what we can avoid when we're getting into it. Yeah, I, there is definitely some pitfalls that people unfortunately fall into. And over over 10 years now, I can't believe how old I am, but over 10 years of doing this, I unfortunately have heard quite a few horror stories. Mm -hmm. I would probably say the biggest one that I've heard of that upsets me the most is people who give their money to other people to trade on their behalf and that money just disappears and goes absolutely nowhere. Um, and that tends to obviously be a scam. So I want people to avoid those. One of the things which we are very strict on within Star Trading is people need to know what they're doing with their trading. We are empowering it to do it for themselves. And if you just hand your money over to somebody without knowing the process they're following, not even knowing how they protect your capital or what strategies they're trading and what those strategies are based on, or even what the history of that strategy is, then you're leaving yourself open to being scammed and, and losing money and that's the opposite of what we want people should get into trading because they want to generate capital right that's why i got into it so i could travel and make money anywhere um and so if you're just handing your money over to somebody else that's not empowering yeah. um and we are all about empowerment at star trading so we want to make sure people avoid that yeah i'm just a bit in shock and outraged for these people that this happened to so these people must be really good sales people incredible like, sales people i'm a great trader give me your money i'll triple yeah. it or whatever yeah they and then it just disappears just disappear yeah so they very rarely 
present themselves as an individual trader they're often from an organization that does this with their expert traders of blah 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 um which all sounds lovely it mm. basically is um i i call it kind of the uh the magic pill of the trading world whereas in the fitness world it's i'll take this magic pill and you'll lose weight mm. and you'll gain all the muscle in the world and you'll be body beautiful in a week um it's kind of like that but in trading and unfortunately trading is not get rich quick it does make you very very wealthy if you follow the correct principles like we do at star trading but it's not going to be a get rich quick thing you're not going to turn a hundred pounds into ten thousand pounds in the space of a week that's not how this works so the way that these scam artists tend to present themselves is working on behalf of a broker it's an investment thing you put your money in um, and then you are guaranteed certain returns you can't ever guarantee returns but they guarantee returns they um, then ask you to put your money into a particular account. You do that. It tends to be offshore, which should be the first red flag. Mm. Um, and a little tip here for people. If you are looking at a broker, you're looking at some form of investment thing, go to their website. Legally on the website, they have to say where they're based. Mm -hmm. So if, number one, they don't have an address on their website, major red flag, like major red flag. The second one is if their address is not in the UK, not in the USA, not in a financially regulated country. So it's maybe offshore in Cyprus or the Bahamas. That again is a big red flag. So if it's not got an address or the address is some random country that isn't properly SCA regulated, um, then you want to avoid. Yeah, and that means you can't chase it or claim it back. Or Correct, yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, because there has been a lot of people pretending to be me online, I do know people who've been conned out of te literally tens of thousands of pounds um, by people pretending to be me and going to trade on their behalf because they want that get rich quick someone doing everything for them which doesn't tend to work I've never seen it work unfortunately so what I would say is an additional step to stay safe is jump on a call jump yeah. on a zoom call if they're not willing to be on a zoom call with you where you can see their face and see how they operate then don't do it um, that's a very good way to um, hand over your money to the wrong person is if you've not even spoken to them so make sure you're doing that so um, long-winded answer to do not just hand your money over to somebody else to do it for you if you don't understand how they're doing it you don't actually know who they are um, and if they're operating outside of a financially regulated mm. zone it's super risky, isn't it? And it all comes down to like the instant gratification, really quick kind of culture that we're in. People want really quick wins. Yeah. And that should just be a red flag. Like that is, you're definitely going to get burnt. Yeah. Yeah. If it sounds too good to be true, mm. it often is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I say that because sometimes people think that what we do at Star Trading sounds too good to be true. But the reality is it still takes work. Mm -hmm. You still have to put the work in. We were talking about this um, over lunch at one point. Um, you have to put the work in. You have to follow the process, do the testing, make sure you understand the strategy, and then you can expect exceptional returns. But to expect exceptional returns when you haven't got any knowledge in that particular industry or sphere is um, close to madness. Mm. Maybe it's, you know desperation maybe there's people in quite bad situations and they're like oh i just need to put 100 quid in and then i'll get thirty thousand pounds at the end of the yeah, week yeah yeah i definitely i don't last resort thing i think there is a lot of that um there is a lot of that and unfortunately if you're in that position the worst thing you can do is just throw your money at something mm. you need to figure out a way of generating additional cash flow and getting yourself out of financial stress because if you're in heavy financial stress 
you're not going to be making the smartest decisions. So mm-hmm. I think often they do rely on desperation. I think they often rely on people not understanding the way financial markets work, which is, again, a massive reason why education is so mm-hmm. important. Um, and I'm not talking just about star trading education. I'm talking about general understanding of financial worlds and how numbers work and things like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. How else can we protect ourselves when we're learning to trade? Well, another thing to definitely not do is approach the markets without any form of strategy. Um, and this is, um, I mean, I talk to property investors a lot and no property investor who knows what they're doing would just buy a random property in a random area mm. without understanding what strategy they're using and how that strategy performs in the area that they're looking at. And it's the same with trading. You should not ever approach the market just hoping on gut feeling that you're going to make the right decision. That is not how it works if you want to be a long-term successful trader. If you want to have a a lucky guess here and there, then you are actually gambling, you're not trading. Trading is about systematic processes that have been tried and tested into strategies that you can repeat and repeat and repeat. That's why star traders are consistently successful and profitable because they're following a tried and tested system they're following a strategy they're not just basing it on gut feeling mm-hmm. so definitely don't approach the markets without a strategy in place do people do this yes do they really <laughs> yeah 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 a lot of people I've, I've met people over the years who have literally spent years gambling the financial markets thinking they were trading but they have no system they've got no strategy mm. and it becomes so obvious so quickly from just a couple of questions so when I say to people who tell me they're trading first of all I ask them oh so what's your average percentage return if they don't know the answer to that <laughs> then they just aren't trading mm. categorically um, if they do know the answer to that they tend to say oh I'm, I'm about break even that's code for I'm losing money mm-hmm. and they just don't want to admit it and then uh, you ask them a few more questions like oh so what's your win-loss ratio they don't know what's the strategy you're using what components what indicator you're using and they don't know well oh sometimes i'm looking at this sometimes i'm looking at that if you're not consistently trading the same principles the same processes you cannot test what it is you're doing and the reason our method is featured in bloomberg is because it's so data driven and we can only have that level of quality data because we're following the same step-by-step process each time and when you have a step-by-step process it's repeatable and it's teachable and other people can master it as well and it works and it works doing great things for people yeah have you got any more tips of what not to do uh yes so third tip i would say is uh what is my third tip i've got a few little cheat sheet here um yes don't ever trade without safety measures in place so again when people are gambling they don't really know what they're doing they're not following a process they aren't protecting themselves and that is where people get into difficulty that's where you find people say oh i tried that once and it didn't work for me so Mm. it's never going to work for you oh i lost all my money well how did you lose all your money because the star trading method it's mathematically impossible for you to lose all your money yeah which is why we can give the guarantee that you're never going to blow an account if you follow our processes why because part of our process part of our system is having risk methodology it's having money protection in place which keeps people safe so never ever approach the financial markets or even get involved in financial markets if you don't understand how to protect the downside Mm -hmm. because if you protect the downside you protect the risk then you actually can maximize the profit potential as well Um, I mean, we were talking as well earlier about um, a new strategy that we're trialing, which is incredibly low risk, but high reward, which this month has, what month are we in February? Um, Well, last month then. Last month, it generated about 30% just off of that one strategy. Yeah, 
really low risk, high reward. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. But we're not releasing that to the community yet. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we want to make sure it is tried and tested over a longer period of time than just one month mm -hmm. before we start releasing it to our students and our members. That's very exciting. Yeah. So you mentioned a few little bits about reducing the risk and putting things in place to stop yourself losing everything. Do you want to explain a couple of those things, like the risk percentage that we use yeah. and how we stop ourselves from losing everything so yeah. that people understand? Definitely. So there's, um, well, we actually have about a 10-step process, but there's three major rules within that 10-step process. So the first one is you never, ever place a trade without a stop loss. So when I say place a trade, I mean enter into the market. So we would never enter into the market without a stop loss. Your stop loss is an automatic order that when we um, place a trade, when we enter the market, it's automatically attached to our entry. And it says, if the market is going to go against me, mm -hmm. then I want to be taken out at this point. So mm -hmm. I don't want it to go against me any further than this set point that I've already decided. So rule number two is that set point should never be worth more than just 1% of our entire account. So 1%, hopefully people realize that's incredibly low risk. Yeah. And if we are risking 1%, then if our account is £10,000, I'm trying to do quick maths here. I use spreadsheets <laughs> for everything. But quick maths, £10,000 in your trading account, which, again, I'm going to say this, we don't start with that much money in our account. Maximum I want people to start with is 1000 because you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. Let's make those mistakes on a small amount of money. Um, if you can start with anywhere from £500, then that's pretty good, but absolute maximum 1000 But if we're risking 1% on a £10,000 account, that's only £100 we actually have at risk. And our reward, which is the third element that we're looking at in terms of our main three risk protection, money management protection stuff, is um, we want to be able to stand to make back at least the same amount of profit as we have at risk. So if we're risking £100, the minimum absolute minimum we should stand to make back as a potential profit is also 100 pounds and we call that risk reward so our risk reward needs to be balanced if not having our reward bigger than our risk if our risk is bigger than our reward no bueno nicht gut that's not what we want we want yeah. to avoid that yeah and i think we were talking about on last week's episode when i was starting live trading and really feeling scared to press the button and i was like what if i get it wrong what if i lose and you know, you, you just think of it in terms of 1%. It's 1% yeah. of my account, which is quite small. Yeah. And I thought, okay, it's a few quid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go for it. And and it's really good. Completely. And now I've, I've gone over the edge. I've you've taken the jump. It. And yeah, I'm, you've broken the back, now. yeah. So yeah, I think that's really good advice. And it's true. And that's why one of the elements of the star trading methodology, one of the five key points is mindset mastery. And one of the ways we can really help our mindset is doing exactly that, reminding ourselves that our money management, our money protection system is only risking 1%. And that's part of the reason why we do that. Not only is it good practice and keeps us safe, it also allows us to be less emotionally charged. Mm -hmm. And what we want to do as traders is remove as much emotional charge as possible from our trading because that is going to let us be the best traders that we can. Yeah. And I guess it makes your trading quicker as well. Because yeah. if you didn't have those limits, you'd have to be watching it constantly, wouldn't you? Yeah. But we just place it and leave it. and Yeah, and set and forget. Yeah. yeah, yeah, amazing. Well, that is very good advice. Thank you very much for that. Do you want to hear about how my week's been? Yes, trading? I do, definitely. So I got over the hump. I am live trading and I'm trusting the process. And I'm really enjoying it. I've had a mix of trades, more wins than losers, which is really good. I'm getting into my routine. So I have my day, 
I might go on in the afternoon just to see what's going just on. Just have a little check. And maybe flag a couple of things that might be happening. But, um, I mean, you explained to me in one of the first episodes why we trade early or late because it moves so much during the day. And I'm, I'm really seeing that. If I'm looking in the afternoon thinking, yeah, that one, it, it will have changed. It could have changed completely by nine or 10 o'clock at night. So yeah. that really makes sense. Which I was going to say in the nicest possible way, checking in the afternoon is kind of pointless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's new, it's it novel. Exactly, yeah. I'm like, yeah. what's happening? Yeah. How are all my little trades doing? Yeah. And we all do that um, when we first start. I definitely did. Yeah. Um, especially because when I first started, I had the app on my phone mm. so especially if i was in a trade i was like obsessed yeah so i have to check it how's yeah. it going oh, oh no it's it's going down oh it's going up brilliant oh no i'm trapped in this addictive cycle yeah. of just checking so i actually had to delete the apps off my phone yeah because otherwise i was just going to be constantly looking <laughs> That's at it very good advice. i did message josh the other day i was like josh what do we do if we're in the trade and it's kind of not looking good and should I just stay in it and let it go? Because that's what we're taught to do, but it kind of doesn't look good right now. He was like, what are you doing? <laughs> we don't do that. Go and have a walk, take a fridge break. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what am I doing? Why am I sat here looking at things? Yeah. Um, so just fun. in case people don't know, oh. what's a fridge break? A fridge break is when you just leave it. Just go and have a walk, go to the fridge. I don't, know. I don't really know. Have a little snack. It's a mindset break. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if you're finding yourself trapped looking at the markets because it can be a bit addictive, um, and because you're emotionally charged, aren't you? Yeah. Especially in the early days, mm. you've not built the um, emotional calluses around your trading. It's a completely new skill set. So when you are more inexperienced on that level of your trading, you need to kind of take a bit of a step back, step away from your screens, go and check the fridge, have something healthy, or have some ice cream. One of the two. Yeah. keep yourself away from the screen yeah. for a little bit i just went out in fresh air yeah like, what are you doing you don't need to do that you've learned all the stuff just leave it yeah leaving it or do its thing um i'm also learning the second strategy yeah which is much easier i think than the first one but i think the first one you're learning all the basics and the fundamentals and then the strategy and there's all these criteria and you're trying to test it and it's a lot and getting the first one is really good and then the second one you've already got all the fundamentals for so yeah. you're like okay i now just need to add this and this yeah um and it's quite a nice strategy and i think that the way that it works on the market movements it could be bigger rewards yeah is that right it is yeah yeah that does <laughs> and you'll find in your back testing again if people don't know what back testing is it's the way that we analyze and test to make sure that our strategies work and you will find that as you do more back testing on that strategy, that you do tend to get better risk to reward. Yeah, so I'm very excited about that one. Um, and I think just generally, I'm getting more confident looking at the charts, putting in my little lines and drawings and things. Um, and the group coaching, I, I mean, I, I tell you this all the time, it's just really good. I've, I don't want to finish ever, I want it to keep going. Because um, every week, you know, Josh, the head mentor, pinpoint something else for you to look at mm -hmm. because there is quite a lot there's quite a lot of moving parts but once you've got one he's like this is great you've got one let's go on to the next one and just pinpoints it and gets your skills kind of more refined each time yeah so i really appreciate that i think it's really nice yeah it's it's so important to not overload with everything you should be doing yeah and if we tell people everything they're doing wrong on their first week they're never going to make any progress mm. so it's so important to pick that one thing you then master that move on to the next move on to the next which is why it does take longer to master that first strategy mm -hmm. 
but like you said after you've got all those foundations in place so much easier to pick up the next one yeah and the teaching is good the recognition and the pinpointing is good but then the discord community is really fun too because there's different parts of it there's um, a start beginners starting out what's it called still learning still learning yeah <laughs> and the questions that i was asking a few weeks ago new people are now asking and i can help like start helping them as well yeah so it kind of circles back and you can kind of really clearly see the learning curve in people which is great yeah. and it was very intentional for us to not create a um frequently asked questions section there's been a few times over the over the years that people have asked for frequently asked mm. questions and i've intentionally said no because of what you've just described there we are very much a community the community can answer any question that comes up and it allows people who are a little bit further in their journey to take a step back see how far they've come by helping other people answer questions whereas we would remove all of that yeah. if we had a frequently asked questions so we don't do that which people find a bit strange but it's because we are creating and forming a community of people who want to help each other yeah. um, and it's beautiful i love it yeah, yeah yeah someone put um a question about the first strategy on what do you think about this and I said, oh, I, I might adjust it a little bit here. And they were like, okay, I'll try that. And I was like, could you tell us how it pans out? I'm a bit invested in it. Yeah. Um, so it is lovely. It's a really nice community. Yeah. And they love a GIF. Absolutely love a GIF. Yeah. Particularly when there's winning trades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's all for today. Should we um, give each other a gift? Yes. Let's go to our secret snack. Surprise snack. Surprise snack. Okay. There we go. I I'm going to give you one, okay? Okay, sure. Oh, I need to. I need to cover my eyes, don't I? You, yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh, I hear a rustle. Okay. Oh wow! What can you see? I do love these, you know. So I can see quite a big bag. I don't think I'm going to eat all of these I've straight away. I've been carrying away. this around London. Yeah, you have. <laughs> so this is not just any secret snack. This is an M&S secret snack. Salted pretzel sticks. A delicious baked snack made with the finest ingredients. Right, I'm gonna give these an open. This is where we go into ASMR. <laughs> yeah. So what do we think of a stick versus a fold? Um, is this just a lazy pretzel? Because no one's I think it is it a lazy out. pretzel, yeah. Uh, but I do like a salty snack, I do. Yeah, um, let's so. try. <laughs> Why are you looking really intensely? I'm trying to get it in the microphone. Oh. These are nice. Mm. I would be very quickly, very dehydrated though, <laughs> if I was to eat a whole bag. Although I did eat a whole bag of crisps last night. Share a bag. I'm thirsty already. I'm thirsty already. <laughs> Time for wine. Mm. No, but out of 10, crispiness is actually okay. It's not high crispiness. I would like it a bit crispier. Mm. Saltiness, good. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with an eight out of 10. Eight out of 10, and what? surprise? Um, not that surprised. Um, it's in kind of like the crisp family, mm -hmm. um, but um, pleased. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Five out of ten. I think eight out of ten. I like them. Okay, yeah. great. I really do like a salty snack. Okay, yeah, lovely. I'm a big fan. Yes. Um, cool. Right. Uh, let me find you one now. Come on then. Um, which one should we go for first? Oh, okay. I'm gonna do this one. Um, right. <laughs> three, two, one. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Wow. What do you see? Say I what you see, see a box that says Bliss. Yeah. 
caramel crisp. Five bars, salted caramel, only 86 calories. Boom. Wonderful. I mean, I'm liking everything about it. Do you know what's really funny? You've been to Lidl or Aldi or something. No, but it was a discount branded store. Um, uh, As you know, I recently moved home. uh, And our plumber, his last name is Bliss. What a great name. You should get him some of these. I should do. Would you like to try one? Of course. Salted caramel. Salted caramel is the best. It really is. I feel like Lotus Biscoff had its day and now everything's going salted caramel. It's, yeah, although I do still love a bit of Biscoffee. Yeah. Oh, look far. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not ranking it. This is your turn to rank, but flipping it. I felt the speed. Now I know why it's only 86 mm. calories, because you burn so many trying to get <laughs> through it. Wow. Hmm. Maybe we should cut some of this out. <laughs> so it's got a very hard layer. Very of hard caramel, layer. Mm. Um, which isn't unpleasant. The taste isn't unpleasant. No, the taste isn't unpleasant. The texture is very surprising. Hard work. Yeah, it's a very hard caramel. It's not a soft caramel. I'm just gonna pause eating. Yep. <laughs> Surprise. I'd say a nine. I've never seen this before. Wow. Taste. Uh, Lacking. Mm, I'd probably give it a two. Wow. Wouldn't eat it again. I was going to go for a five. <laughs> no, I wouldn't eat it again either. Though. Good surprise though. Thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. Yeah. There we go. Well, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye.